You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, uh, triumphal entries were a regular occurrence in the ancient world, and they were of two sorts. You have to picture a city with a wall around it, and those cities would have just a few accesses, a way to get in them, gates and And uh, people would come into those gates, and when they were coming triumphantly, then the city would exit out of the gate and surround the street and welcome them into the town. The, The first kind of triumphal entry was when a king would go forth from a town and go out and conquer and then return with great success. Behind him, his armies would be there. The conquered armies, the war prisoners would all be in cages. And the king would march to sounds of triumph, to to hymns of praise to his name as he came into the city, the conquering king. The second kind of triumphal entry would be when a king would come into the city to conquer. And that king, in order to the, the, the king of the city who, who, would, who would surrender and give up the city to the king who was coming would himself go out and bow before him and present him gifts and welcome him into the city as the new king. Now, the greatest example of this that I could find is, and, and we've talked about this before, but maybe some years ago, so you might have forgotten, maybe forgotten, probably didn't, but Alexander the Great, in the year 300 or so, entering into the great city of Babylon. And Babylon is, is giving up the, the rule of the city, great Babylon, to Alexander the Great. And this is how it happened. Alexander, uh, some miles away from the city, drew up in military array, ready to attack the city. And the great military leader from Babylon came out and submitted himself to Alexander. And then the man who was in charge of the royal treasury also came out and surrendered to Alexander. And he did it with great pomp. This man's name was... uh, Now, there's a dispute this morning about how to pronounce the name between the vicar and I. Uh, uh, Vicar uh, thinks it should be pronounced Bagophanes. I I think it should be pronounced (laughs) Bagophanes. So we haven't sorted that out yet, but this it's an unfortunate name, I suppose, either way. This man is in charge of the royal treasury of Babylon. And so to welcome Alexander the Great, he has the street coming into Babylon covered with flowers for miles. And he sets up on opposite sides of the street coming into Babylon silver altars upon which he puts piles of incense and perfume that would be burning as Alexander the Great would come down the aisle there. And then Bogophanes brings out herds of cattle to give to Alexander, uh, uh, massive amounts of horses to supply his armies, and even gifts of lions and leopards in cages. Then following these gifts, the Magi from Babylon, remember the wise men that come, the three that come to look at Jesus? The whole group of them come out singing and chanting praises of Alexander. And then after them, the Chaldeans, and then the Babylonians with their own instruments, also singing the praises of Alexander the Great. And they all come out and surround Alexander and his armies 
And then finally, the cavalry from, ba- from Babylonia comes out, decked in their royal regalia, to, to show the power of Babylon that was being handed over to Alexander. And all of these follow behind Alexander as he rides on a gold-plated chariot into the city. I mean, imagine that. Alexander the Great in his armor, in this gold chariot, surrounded by the Magi singing, by the Chaldeans, the Babylonians, by the Calvary, by his own armies, by cages with lions and leopards and all of this stuff. The the train, the carnival, would have gone on for miles and miles as the incense went up and they walked through on the flowers and all the people of Babylon were gathered on these marvelous walls to watch this triumphal entry. It would have been magnificent. It would have been stunning. Dozens of writers in the ancient world write about it because of the pomp and the majesty and the gloriousness. Now contrast this to your Jesus. He's riding not an elephant or a war horse or a chariot, He's riding on a donkey. He's not surrounded by the magicians, the magi, and all of these great bands and singers and choirs. He's surrounded by the children singing Psalm 118. He doesn't have an army behind him, but his disciples who do well four days later to find two swords and five days later to abandon Him to the cross. We call this entry of Jesus into Jerusalem the triumphal entry, but it is not in fact triumphal at all. The Bible doesn't call it that. The Scriptures call it the humble entry of Jesus. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king comes to you humble, lowly, in humility, mounted on a donkey. This entry of Jesus is of a completely different sort than anyone would expect. Because he is coming not to conquer, but to be conquered. He is coming not to kill, but to be killed. He is coming to be crowned with a crown of thorns, to be wrapped in the purple robes of mockery. And His coronation, when He is given the title Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews, His coronation will be on a cross as He is stripped naked and nailed to the stake sent back out the city where he entered into. Now, what this puts before us is a question. This Palm Sunday text. And it is this question. What are your expectations of Jesus, this coming King? Do you expect of Him to ride in in power and fix all the things that are wrong in your life? 
do you expect him to come with great pomp and glory and riches to provide all that you think that you need? What do you expect of Jesus? I suspect that all of the expectations of the Jews that were gathered there on the day of the triumphal entry of Jesus were disappointed. Because that week things would just go downhill. His entry was just the beginning of His humiliation. It would extend all the way until Good Friday. All the way through His trials, through His mockery, and through His crucifixion. When He reaches the humblest point of all, as Paul said in Philippians, He humbled Himself to the point of death, even death on the cross. The expectation of His disciples that He would be a ruler. The expectation of the people that He would be the King. The expectation of the Pharisees that He would perform signs. The expectation of Herod that He would do a miracle for Him. The expectation of Pilate that He would defend Himself. The expectation of the soldiers that He would come down off the cross. The expectation of all of the people that God would rescue Him. All of these expectations are not met. Except for one. The expectation that this, that this God, that this man would be your Savior. He meets that that this one called King of the Jews would forgive your sins. That this one who is whipped and beaten and mocked would rescue you from the wrath of God. And that this one who is laid dead in a tomb would give you life. So what do you expect? What do you expect of Jesus? Dear friends, dear saints, we might expect Jesus to come in power and we will be disappointed. We might expect Him to appear to us every day in glory and that expectation will not be met. But if we expect of Jesus the forgiveness of sins, then we will not. We will be satisfied. You see, Your king comes to you lowly, having righteousness and salvation. Your king comes to you in humility, having blood and mercy. Your king comes to you in kindness, having forgiveness and peace. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. See, your King comes to you. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 9.15, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 10.45 a.m. On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 8.30 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 9.30 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace. Thank you.